Hi there, so my name is Neil Geraghty and I'm a lecturer in Latin American Cultural Studies here at UCL and um, because I have a, an interest in urban space in, in Latin America for my own contribution to this Arts and Humanities induction I thought I'd just record a podcast or a, a series of short recordings just to kind of introduce you to, to Latin American London. Um, I should emphasise this isn't in any way meant to be comprehensive. Rather, I just thought I'd try and visit a few sites and provide a few snapshots um, of spaces in the city and talk a little just about the thoughts that come to my mind when I visit each one in the hopes that maybe you'll get out and explore them yourselves. To get started though, I've actually come to Hampstead Heath in the north of the city and I've climbed Parliament Hill and I'm now looking south over the city that's stretched out before me. Um, from this vantage point you get such a view, such a good view and in all honesty the city looks a bit like a, a 3D tourist map. Um, if I turn to the west in the distance I can make out the BT Tower and the sort of imposing tower of Senate House, the central building of the University of London. So both of them are very near the Bloomsbury campus of, of UCL. And then if I, I gradually turn east, I can easily pick out many or perhaps most of the most famous buildings in, in London that you'll have seen countless times in, in tourist guides and on the television. Um, I can see the London Eye, St Paul's Cathedral um, nestled in amongst some other buildings and then there's all this sort of new postmodern architecture which stands over everything else and which have been given pretty silly names if, you're on, if I'm honest. There's the Shard, the Gherkin, the, the Walkie Talkie. On a clear day today, like today, um, there's no question that the view is impressive. It, it seems that you can see the entire city below you and, and maybe you even get this idea that you could understand it as a totality, a, a complex but sort of singular unified thing. To borrow from French theorist Michel Desertot's wonderful The, the Practice of Everyday Life, the, the vantage point allows one to read the city, to be a solar eye looking down like a god. And Desertot argues that it's this perspective that I've got here that's sought out by urbanists, city planners and cartographers. But there's definitely one thing that you can't see up here. And that's the people moving around the city. And I mentioned Deserto specifically because he critiques this godlike perspective of the solar eye in order to expose that the feelings of mastery and control it produces are actually an illusion. That the kind of idea of a rationally organised city space stands in total contrast to how a city is lived at ground level by people walking through it. In fact, Deserto goes even further. For him, the city is a, a sort of spatial order that contains an ensemble of possible routes through it. And it's by choosing their own path from all these possibilities that the person who walks through the city actually invents the space and, and brings it into being. So that idea might sound rather grandiose, but I can actually see an example of what Deserto means right in front of me here. Um, for anyone that doesn't know it yet, Hampstead Heath is a, a very well-maintained park and it has these wonderful paved paths that lead around the park. But in front of me, there's a muddy brown trail that cuts down a grassy slope 
that separates two of these more official paths. I mean, it's just a shortcut, but it's become a path in its own right simply through the actions of lots of individual people taking the same shortcut. It's the action of walking that's created this space and shortcuts like these have the rather wonderful name Desire Lines. They're sort of an improvisational spatial man manifestation of what people want. So it's almost time for me to just walk down that path and get down from this hill and get to where things really happen where the city's actually made by the people who live here. But before I go, I just wanted to say a, a couple of other things. First, I know that we all frequently navigate London by taking the tube and referencing its distorted but very logical representation of the city. But to me, the tube perfectly encapsulates what geographer David Harvey's described as the annihilation of space by time in contemporary society. It's unquestionably efficient, but it kind of distorts distances and renders them unknowable, so we only measure by counting stops and counting minutes. It also annihilates everything between the stops, turning those spaces into rumbling black tunnels. I do know that there are really good reasons for using the tube to move around the city, but I just kind of wanted to encourage you, if you can, to make your own routes between the points of stop at, trying to stay above the ground if you can and, and walk, bike or take the bus to move between the sites so that you can use all your senses to build a more complete picture of the city. And then finally, I just wanted to return to, to Latin America. By sheer coincidence really, Parliament Hill is situated in the north of the city of London, which is also positioned at the top of most maps. And the same problems that Desordeaux finds with the solar eye of city planning also applies to human attempts to render three-dimensional global space on a two-dimensional map. I mean, given that we inhabit a planet that's an irregular ellipsoid in continual movement and rotation, the location of the north at the top of the page is an entirely arbitrary decision. But of course, it also situated European colonial powers at the top of the image in the position of authority and knowledge in the position of God, maybe. And that's precisely the reason why Uruguayan artist Joaquin Torres Garcia created this iconic drawing called America Invertida, or Inverted America, in 1936, which includes only the South American continent, but it situates its southern tip at the top of the page. So with this one gesture, Torres Garcia challenged our naturalised perceptions of the world and the power relations that, that underpin them. And I thought maybe that's a, a thought that we could keep in mind as we move through London, which is obviously the capital city of another former colonial empire.